Hi, I'm Danielle, and this is Chatter Out Loud, a podcast where I share thoughts and TV commentary on shows I like to watch. Now, before I start, I want to ask that you go ahead and like, follow, share, and subscribe. And on YouTube, where I upload my companion episode of my podcast, be sure to subscribe and hit the notification bell. This way you can get a notification every time I post a new episode and you won't miss out. It doesn't cost you anything to follow and subscribe. So go ahead, subscribe, hit the bell, and thank you in advance. All right, so welcome or welcome back. Um, I thank you so much for joining me. Your presence is very much appreciated. All right, in today's episode, I'm chatting about the new TV series on NBC called The Endgame. It's episode three, and the title is Bury the Lead. Yeah, and that's going to have significance. The whole title has a lot of significance, um, and hopefully you'll pick that up. Uh, With my update, I'm hoping. Um... That my update is good enough, I should say, for you to pick up or tie in the title with with what's going on. All right. The synopsis for this episode is as follows. When When a hostage's life is threatened, Elena calls upon a popular news anchor known as America's most trusted man to negotiate her release. All right, so let's get into it. As the show opens up with an ENN news anchor giving an update on the bank's that are seized. Uh, it's the middle. It's in the middle of Times Square on the jumbotron. Uh, Bank Five is the focal point for this episode. Uh, while Anthony is working with Val, trying to understand more about the photo of Owen, Sergey, and Elena. Remember that um, they're trying to place the year the photo was taken by looking at Owen's hair and his beard and the look that he had at the time. Um, what we're now used to seeing. Uh, they take us back into time to 2016 in Rosario, Argentina, and they weave in the story within the story, right? So we see that now. This is the third episode. We see that that's how it starts every episode. So during the flashback, we see Owen walking into a restaurant to meet Sergey and Elena. He introduces himself as Pete, Peter. And at that point, we know he's undercover, right? Um, if you remember, Owen was an FBI agent. Uh, as they talk, we see the two guys enter the restaurant with 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 time in between. So one walked in, sat down. Later, the other guy walked in a little, um, you know, a little later. His hand was buried under his coat, um, like like he was holding a weapon. Uh, Elena is at the table talking with Sergey and Peter, which A.K.A. Owen, right? Um, and she takes notice of both of these men entering the restaurant. She's sharing thoughts about men and weapons, but keeping her eye on the two. Um, and in her uh, conversation, she mentioned something about men and weapons and its meeting. And I, I apologize. I didn't really pick that up. I have to watch the episode again. Uh, but she's noticing that the men are not patrons, right, of the restaurant and both have the same tattoo behind their ear. Uh, So she watches them walk in. She's keeping an eye while she's engaging in conversation with Peter, a.k.a. Owen. Uh, It looked like the men were there to kill Sergey and or Alina. Um, And then immediately they start, they begin, the men begin shooting. Um, Elena and Sergey return fire only for Owen to get hit in the crossfire. And before he passes out, he pleads with Elena and Sergey, please don't let me die. All right, when Owen comes to... He's in a bed in a house. He's stitched up. 
Uh, and both Sergey and Elena are in the room with them. And at this point, they know that Owen is an FBI agent. I think they knew before, but they, you know, they're pretty much saying, yeah, we know you're not Peter. <laughs> you know, they know he's an FBI agent. Elena mentioned that she knew before they found his badge. Yeah, that's what I just said. Um, uh, and I just want to throw this out there. I don't know if it'll come back up, but Owen's undercover name was Peter Shepard. That may have significance later on in the in the season, but I don't know. Uh, all right, they tell Owen that what they want from him is a friendship, and they make reference to a small crime family. And I think this is where they reference the ba- uh, Baylock family. Owen threatens them to let him go, or they will be in a world of hurt. Alina is unfazed as usual (laughs) and she injects him with something in his arm and that makes him go to sleep or pass out. All right. So we see the time frame of the flashback is 2016 and we now know the details behind. um, Well, no, we know the incident that took place when Owen was shot during the operation. Remember they mentioned that uh, in the previous episode. Uh, So he was shot during the operation and how this may have led to how he's tied to Elena and Sergey in present day. Okay. All right. So we're also getting used to Elena and her stories. Uh, her new story for this episode surrounded two friends torn apart by circumstances, uh, torn apart by violence. Okay. So that's how she preferenced her new story. So we see them grab one of the hostages in Bank 5. Remember, Bank 5 is the focal point this uh, this episode. And they take one of the hostages and throw that hostage into a vault. And they have four hours before that vault runs out of air. Um, as Val Superior is still not listening to Val in her terms of Elena's methods and how nothing is a coincidence. Nothing just happens. Elena's planning this out. Um, so Val is explaining this to her superior and how there is a connection to and a reason for everything Elena does. Uh, We see Elena now, she pops up in the middle of Times Square on the same jumbotron that the ENN news anchor was on when the episode first started. So the fact that they had a tape of her popping up in the middle of Times Square on that jumbotron just confirms that all of this is planned out right it's so calculated um anyway uh elena's team hacked into the system to play a pre-recorded tape of elena telling the people not only about the hostage in the vault right but they tied in the enn news anchor that we saw at the very start of the episode and she demanded to speak with him right so all of this is calculated Uh, At the same time, Val Superior has his own plan to use Archon to gas everyone in the bank. (laughs) And he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to use it to kill anyone, but enough to disarm them when they pass out. Now, what is this? I I, I thought this was a horrible idea because that timing would have had to been perfect. And clearly they're not as precise as Elena. So it was a, it was a dumb plan. Uh, But Elena threatens that it will not be a good idea if any one of her people gets hurt, right? Because she already suspected that that would be one of the responses that the FBI would try to do, you know, gas them up. And she threatened them like, if one of my people get hurt, you know, or get harmed, they, meaning the FBI, will be in a world of hurt, right? 
All right. Uh, they wind up getting away after Elena and her message on the Jumbotron invited the people to come down to the bank where they created a diversion by blowing money from a window. So here is when, during Elena's message on the Jumbotron, she invited all the people to come down to the bank to see what's happening. And um, that was just uh, a decoy because... Once the people came down to the bank, they threw all this money out the window. Everyone was getting excited. And at that point in time, you know, the FBI was trying, they already raided the bank and they were trying to figure out where did the people go? And they got away because of everyone, you know, rushing to try to get the money. So it created a diversion. It was pretty cool. Uh, Val works to find the connection to the ENN news anchor. And we learn that he is connected to corruption, greed, and murder. And that's where the story surrounding the two friends was connected, right? See, nothing happens. Uh, everything happens for a reason and nothing is a coincidence. So they called on that Ian and news anchor because he was tied to corruption. And here's the corruption. The hostage and the journalist Ming. Well, here's, I'm going to explain the corruption, I should say. So the hostage that was thrown into the vault that was losing air and the journalist Ming Li um, were friends. Ming was a journalist that they found dead in the storage unit. Um, she was killed by the ENN news anchor because of a story she was following and writing about. And that story would incriminate the ENN news anchor and expose his Belloc family connection. Right. So the hostage in the vault was friends with Ming Li. Thou pieced all of this together. And that um, as a part of Elena's plan, the hostage was lured to the bank because of a stolen ID. That's how they got the friend down to the bank, right? Because Val was trying to figure out how, do you have an account here or anything? And the girl's like, no. And they got her down there because there was they were asking her about a loan application. And she says, I didn't apply for the loan. So the manager told her to come down. Because we got to straighten it out. It could be stolen ID. See, all of this was planned out by Elena and her people. So as she speaks to the friend, we learn that she never believed that Ming Ling committed suicide because she was excited about something she was working on and gave her a number, 1164. And the friend said she never forgot that number. And come to find out, the number was a safe deposit box with files Ming Ling stored there. And the sticky note on the top of the, um, the, the envelope said... Read this if something ever happens to me or something like that. So read these files and what was the documents on the files associated the ENN news anchor and the Belloc family connection to which they then confronted the confronted the ENN news anchor for him to admit. Um, well, when they confronted the ENN news anchor with what they found in the files, um, he admitted that. He didn't know. Well, first, let me read this again. The documents on the file associated with the ENN news anchor and the Belloc family connection. When they confronted the ENN news anchor for him to admit his connection and what was going on, he said he didn't know anything about Ming Ling being killed. Um, and then they kept pushing, saying, you know, they did find her body and, and what happened, you know? So they were questioning him and pressuring him. Uh, he admitted to killing Ming Lee. And then he made a call to the Belloc family. 
And then after that, he had nothing else to say. He no longer had anything else to say. And then they placed him under the arrest, uh, under arrest. So the C or ENN news anchor killed Ming Lee. He called on the Belloc family to, to uh, dispose of the body. And he didn't know what happened. Um, and who are the Bellocks? Um, that's what I'm wondering. And Val asked this question to Elena, right? Elena's response is to refer to Owen's receiving or, or her response to that question. She just uh, pivoted to Owen receiving a gift from them in Argentina. And that was in reference to the bullet that was still in Owen, right? Because he was caught in the crossfire. They help healed him. And apparently the bullet is still in Owen. Elena continues to say that they are the same. She's saying this to Val. They, they are the same and she knows Val and they're starting to share facts about Val. Elena just wants to be friends with her and they and say they are getting there. But then Val says, no. <laughs> She's starting to see Elena's patterns and says that she is going to slip. And Elena says, but not yet. <laughs> I just love that. Uh, I love that episode or that segment. That was pretty cool. Um, these are very good actors. So I'm getting a kick out of this show. All right. So and then they smile at each other. So it was pretty good acting. Um, all right. The episode ends back at Val's place where she has a flashback of helping Owen with his shirt after he was shot. So he's returning. He returned home after being in Argentina. She had, she's having this flashback where she's talking to him and they're questioning, uh, being in the wrong line of work, right? She says she can't bear to lose Owen. And she's replaying her last visit to the prison with Owen. Well, after she has that flashback, then she replays her last visit to the prison with Owen and remembered that he gave her a four leaf clover. And, you know, by now with her experience with Elena, she knows nothing happens um, by coincidence and everything is for a reason. She thought, Owen gave me this four leaf clover. It has to mean something. And I knew it meant something because then she went to her bookshelf and there was a book with a clover on it. When she opened up the book, she discovered there was a thumb drive buried in it. Mm. <laughs> so I expect we'll learn more about what's on that thumb drive and more about Elena and Val's story and how Owen ties in and all of that. This was a good episode. I'm really enjoying this series. Um, oh, so I wanted to explain a little bit about the quote unquote swan. So Val and Anthony go to check out an electrical fire in the shed. This is in the midst of everything that's happening in the bank. Um, there was a, a transformer that burst. It caught, caught their attention. And then they go to check it out. The director also tells them to take the doors in the bank. Um, oh, wait, let me back up. They were inside the bank, right? In the midst of the chaos, they hear an explosion. It was a transformer that burst and then they see the smoke. So the director told them to go check it out or go check the doors. Um, well, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Let me try this again. I wrote a note here, but I think I'm saying it wrong. So this time I'm going to get it right. Okay. So during the, in the midst of, of the bank heist, the director tells them to go take the doors. And so they're going to check it out to see if there's another way to get in and, and all of that. During that time when Val and Anthony are going to check the doors, a transformer, a transformer bursts and they see smoke and then they go to check out what that smoke is. And it turns out to be an electrical fire in a shed. Okay. 
in that time, they find a clue, a clue or something that says Lebed, right? And that apparently means swan in Russian. And so as they figure it out, you know, they, be, they, they walk around and then they smell what smells like a dead body, right? We always see that in all these cop shows. They're like, I've never smelled a dead body. So I don't know what that smells like, but apparently it's like almond or something like that. Anyway, they smell a dead body. And then Val thinks it will lead to the ENN's news guy, right? The news anchor. And the ENN news guy, he still doesn't know about the quote unquote swan. And remember at this point in the show, when they were interviewing him or asking him questions, um, he went in to negotiate the release of the hostage and, and thinking that, oh, his popularity or being the most trusted news anchor will help him have leverage in negotiating the release of the hostage in the vault only for them to sit him down and they ask him about the swan and he says I don't know about the swan and stuff like that so anyway that's how the swan ties in um anyway going back to Val and Anthony they discover the dead body um in a in this in one of the storage units um and the dead body happened to be Ming Lee, the reporter. And at that time, or yeah, when she, well, she was thought to have committed suicide, um, jumping off a bridge. They never discovered the body until they found it in this storage container. <laughs> um, and I forgot to mention also, also, I forgot to mention, I should say, um, because I think this is going to show up. Uh, later in the later in the season, it's going to show up um, inside the prison where Owen and Sergey are. New inmates arrive. Sergey recognizes one of them um, who's supposed to be dead, right? So he recognized one of the uh, inmates coming in. They have their clothes, and he thought that guy was dead, but he just shrugs it off. Uh, later, they're playing basketball. Sergey's playing basketball on the court inside, you know, outside the prison. Uh, where the new inmate recognizes Sergey and comes up to him, starts talking to him. But Sergey is playing dumb and saying, you know, you must have mistaken me for something else, so, for someone else. Um, and the guy got the hint. Right. And then he walked off and Sergey ensured Owen that he'll take care of it. So we'll learn more about that, I'm sure, um, later in the in the season. All right. So. We learn in every episode, there are no coincidences. We learn that Elena is still very calculated. She has a long-term plan. I'm liking how it's unfolding. I still want something to go wrong in her plan just to shift the plot a little bit. So we will hopefully something's coming soon, Um, but I'm still enjoying it. What did you think of the episode? And did I miss anything? You have to leave me a comment and let me know. Okay. And that's all I have. So be sure to come back and give me a listen. I'd love for you to like, share, follow, and subscribe. You can leave me a comment, leave me a message. If you're listening to the podcast, there's a link to leave me a message right on that uh, landing page. So check that out. Okay. My name is Danielle and you're listening to my podcast, Chatter Out Loud. Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, I appreciate your support. And that's all I have. Thanks again for listening. And I'll talk to you next time.